this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, 30%. That's three of us. 30%, that's fair. Half. I meant 33. I meant half. And a third. Half. 35. Half. 40. Half. 48. Half. Oh. 49. Half. Well, what's one point? We split the dough right down the middle. Any merchandise you take, I get to look at and cherry pick. No, money's one thing, but you ain't getting the shit. This ain't no Chinese man, you jack off. I tell you how it's gonna be. This is Prick's Fix. Prick's Fix? Ah, oh, he's a fucking moron. I'm chilling, bro. Chilling like a villain. What up, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what up, money? What up, my boy? man? What up, money? Big Wozniak, what's up, man? I'm, I'm, I'm here, bro. All right, I'll start sound, the show. I'll you sounding real show. somber. Are you ready? No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Well, we gotta go. Yeah. We can't wait forever. No, I ain't uh, talking about that. Uh, I did want to just say women are crazy crazy dude oh. <laughs> for sure is this, is this something they do in the black community like we are like let me just explain today this morning my wife took the kids and me very early to go see santa for the third time 
Ooh. I don't know. About, I don't know about the third, the third time. time. Hey, because in the, well, in the black household, in the black household, we low key limited to the funds that we have. See, your mom might not even let you roll out to Santa that many times. You might. You know, you're lucky. You're lucky if your mom takes you to on the one time. My mom took me a couple times on the one time, but I've never been multiple times. I've never. Technically, been though, times. it was the second. Sadie bumped into Santa at the, the department store the other day. She's done it three times, and so I'm like. We're gonna give it away. Like these kids are gonna figure it out, right? <laughs> you can't show them all these Santas, and they're they're gonna put two and two together. But like today, we ended up in this. It was just a huge event, you know, pancakes, breakfast, etc. And my wife ended up waiting like almost two hours for the picture. And I'm just like, what what are we doing here, people? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, did you guys take a picture the other times that you went to Santa? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it took less than 10 minutes. It was beautiful. The guy even looked was like Santa. What? I thought he was Santa. Why? That's funny. Did you I mean, tug this, his beard, Jake? He, he probably was. This guy was cool, but like, I love my wife to death. But man, she fucking goes crazy for the holidays. I, I, I yeah. think that you guys probably saw with the Halloween, we did like... Three or four events, which is fine. So, I, so Jay, y'all made a trip for each with kid, Loki. With, with the Santa thing, I'm just telling. I told her today, we're gonna give it away. The sham. They, you're giving away the the sham. That's. But the the funny, like, I don't think I ever got taken to see Santa at the mall. Like, Neither. I mean, at school they had Never. one Not come once. in. Never. But there's no way my mom took me to go. I sit call, on I, call, I called my no. grandma no, one, this one is, good time, and that was it. This is anti Mama Hoy. Totally. Oh, okay. You know? I mean, listen, I never went. I never did the toys, stand in line thing. But I'm sitting there, like, waiting, waiting. We, we, we got there at like 8.15. We left there at like 12.30. And most of it, like, honest to God, 80% oh. of it was standing in lines. Standing in line so that your kids could take a picture on Santa's lap. And they can care yeah. less. For like and that's, that's that's the that's the funniest part, Jade, is that they don't care. Right? <laughs> they don't care. Like, they really not, don't, though. Just, they're, not, all they're doing is like deliver things. the shit on Christmas. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know? we're at, we were at Give Universal. Me my Christmas car. <laughs> we were at Universal on on Friday, and I saw, and they had like the Grinch, and you can take a picture of the Grinch, and the line, the line to take a picture of the Grinch, was sixty minutes long. Right, you know, they tell you how long the line is at the beginning. And I'm like, who who are these people? Is it that important? Like, can you not just take a picture from afar? And like, oh, they, yeah, we saw them over there. You got to you gotta be in a picture with them? 60 minutes. You wait a whole hour. That's just like the way for picture. Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I had to get that off my chest, guys. All right. I, su- I support Welcome. you, Jade. I mean, it's, at a certain point, you're just like, is this the meaning of Christmas? Yes. Yes. Pretty, pretty it's much. It's capitalism. <laughs> it's capitalism. Yes. It's yeah. yes, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> Trey. 
All right, so to start off, guys, we have one second, one power scroll. We have best Xmas gift. Sorry, we got Christian listeners. Best Christmas gift you receive as an adult. <laughs> do they get upset? Do, do people get upset? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Absolutely, because you're whacking out yeah. the price, bro. <laughs> 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 don't, <laughs> hey, don't, 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 don't whack my Jesus out, bro. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't doing that. But yeah, what was the best gift that you received as an adult from 18 to now that you can think of? It was definitely probably a pair of sneakers. I feel like Most I got stuff. a pair of um, the LeBron 9 Chinas mm. uh, a few years back. And they hadn't, that's a, that's a they, good hadn't, shoe. they hadn't come out in America yet. Um, and so, you know, this person paid a little bit extra to get them early for me. And I was... Very proud and humbled <laughs> by the gift. I know it sounds crazy to say that about some shoes, but I was very, very satisfied. Did you fake cry? Nah, I, <laughs> I didn't fake cry. So like oversell the excitement? I, I should were, have, though. I wish I they, did. Were they present when you opened the gift up? Yes, yes. And and by the way, um, it was my idea, right? It was like, throw out some things that you might want. And that was one of the things that I said. So it's not like I was completely like caught off guard, but it's one thing to say that you would like to have something. It's another thing to actually hold the thing in your hand, you know? Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Uh, All right, way, I mean, on you. Who, wait, who's next to a clock? <laughs> next to a clock? Time's yeah. up. Anybody else hear it? It's oh, done yeah. now. So it's whoever gone. was, they handled it without even. Uh, even ahead of me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh yeah, Christmas, forgot those. So. <laughs> so, hey, so hey, Merry Christmas. So I mean, I mean, that's just as rude. Hey, I mean, that's just as rude as oh, whacking, no, the, whacking I'll, the Jesus out. I'll tell, I'll tell you, I did get a Christmas gift. I remember uh, when I was a video coordinator, Sean Marks gave me a. $300 gift card to Best Buy. That's pretty killer. That is pretty that's, killer. That's a dope gift, actually. Yeah, you know, because I was broke at the time and whatever. But the, here's, the, you know, here's the funny part of that statement. I never used the card, right? So I got, you know, I got promoted and I raised and stuff and I'd never used the card. So when I left the Suns and, uh, you know, after I'd done a couple of videos with Jade and Henry and ESPN said, hey, do you want to write? Like, about things from right for the website from a front office perspective. Uh, I said, sure. Even though I'd never written anything before, but I actually didn't own a computer at the time because the computer I had was the team computer. And so they took it back when I left. So I didn't have, I didn't have a laptop to write on. And so I was like, wait a second, does that gift card still work? And five years later, the gift card still worked. And I bought uh, like a, Cheap like Acer notebook, one of those real simple for like two ninety nine. It got the job done though. Two ninety nine. It got the job done, man. You I, just I had wrote, to pay the difference. Yeah, like I paid the tax. It was like twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote my up. first that my first sample piece for ESPN.com on that laptop that I got from a Christmas gift from two thousand and seven nice. or something like that. Nice, yeah. dude. It's pretty killer. Wow, um, Jack. When you were working. Uh, just kidding. Jerv. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, mine's a sneaks too. 
Uh, it was, it's not as, it wasn't limited like the, like the China nine. That's crazy. But mine was like a, a grill for me. So I wanted the, um, uh, I think they're technically called the greedy 99 fives, but I called them the what the nine fives. Cause that was how they did all the LeBrons and yeah, it was and what the Kobe's yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. So the, what the, what the, uh, what the nine fives or greedy nine fives, whatever my, my wife, uh, got me them for Christmas and it was, a. Uh, it was dope, man. I didn't. She like it was one of them things where I she had heard, she had heard me talk about it and like you know she knew how bad I wanted it and they, they were they went they went super fast. I don't even remember how they dropped to be honest with you. Like I think like it, whatever it might have been a boutique drop and wherever I was at there wasn't I didn't have access to even like remotely try. So when I opened the box, it caught me completely off guard, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you. I was I, I had to step back for a second. Shall <laughs> see your wife making it happen for you, man. Jay, for sure. Yep. Nintendo, what was baby. Like the first one. You That's really just, guy. you recently just got a, a Nintendo just now? Like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, this what is adult, is adult gifts. Adult gifts. Your best adult gift that you received. My best adult gift? Yeah. Oh that's why, God. that's why it makes you think. That is a goddamn good question, Trey. Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I would say nothing. <laughs> like you didn't get a good hey. pair of socks or something. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's, that's what I always do. That's what I always But Jay, that's real, for real. Jay's best Christmas gift is when they left him alone. Like you guys yeah, go yeah. to the mall without me. Yeah. Yeah. Something. That's real. Hey, oh, they got they actually got a, a account called Mall Dad, and it's just men just like waiting on their wives while they shop. It's amazing. Oh, I said oh. this this year to my wife, I was like, just let me get a new iPhone. That's all I want. Yeah. You know, well, so, there you go. As soon as I walk into a store um, with a woman, I try to find where the closest seat is. Oh, that you got to. And you that's got to. with my mom or whoever the case may be. I'm like, all right, where's the, where's the seat? Because I need to sit down. You know what's so, funny? Now, nowadays, nowadays with phones, it makes it so much better. Like my mom got me walking through Lane yeah. Bryant with her. Yeah. You know, oh, like, wow. Nah. Lane yeah. Bryant. As a kid, you can, like, as a go to your own section and like maybe look at stuff for yourself is another thing when you're just at a woman's nah, store. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. You just gotta grin and bear it. But that's what I'm saying. Like not, like the kids nowadays, oh no, that's cool. I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna go on Instagram or play a game or whatever. Like there's so many things you can do. And for us, like you just have to sit there, man. Just sit there and wait and Legs and, hurt. Oh, either that or or play in the racks of clothes, like hiding them and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's you definitely funny. did that. Definitely did that. Um, my gift was from one of my friends. Man, I mean, I've I've had pretty spectacular gifts, um, but I think it was a uh, it was a like pencil set, but it was custom. That was pretty cool. Of course, because I'm a teacher. So shout out to the thoughtful gift giver. Shout out to the thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, it's it's turned into this thing. Is it's really just about the kids, you know, with, with the exception of like. No, but there's certain things that you know people that you work with perhaps. That I disagree. Why? I think it's cool sometimes to get a <laughs> gift, but but where I'm under this crazy sh- stress of like, do I have to get something for my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, my nephew? My, you know what I'm saying? That's and, a lot of people. I like I so what I'm doing is just the consolidation gift. You know that. Now uh, here's the funny thing. Have you guys ever bought gifts for like people at work or like or, or anything like that? Nah, boss. 
See, I thought about it, and then I was like, man, if I get a gift for, like, I was like, I'll give like a gift card. Or nah, see, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw? Here's the, line? the thing: it at work. That's why you got to do the Secret Santa thing. So, like, everybody gets one, but nobody's getting more than one thing for coworkers, right? Like, you just make it a whole round robin right. where everybody's getting. And, got, and, and you got yeah, to observe the price the, limit. Exactly, you got to observe the price limit. Yeah, like, there's, always that, mom, there's always that one guy that doesn't observe the price limit, though. My mom is one of eight uh, kids, so she has seven siblings, and like they all got kids. Like you ain't getting a gift for every single one of your damn nieces and nephews. That's just that's a quick way to go broke. Right. Um, I'm just so like, what they they like? All right, I got this person. Uh, you got this person. You got this person. That's what about how you find out who really fools with the other person? <laughs> what about uh, what about the the happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever text? You guys, who, nah, who, not doing it. Nah, I don't. <laughs> not, I don't no, I like New nah. Year's. I like New Year's. I don't I do. do it. I don't do it. I nah. like, where do I draw the line? Where do I, I draw call the line? my mom and my dad on New Year's Eve? Like when it's twelve o'clock, I'll call them. That's it. Hold on, was was where are you though? You went to Catholic school. Yeah. Right? So where are you in terms of Jesus and being its birth being his birthday? Um, it's clearly not actually the guy's actual birth date. It's just a day that they decided that, like, all right, we're gonna we wanna observe the birth of, you know, the the foundation of this well, faith. Well not uh, but it's not that. he was but you. on the twenty fifth. But you what about me? Cause when I was a kid, my cause I you know, I was Italian. Part of me's Italian. Oh God! Okay, and, and that was a big thing, right? There was like the whole Christmas Eve mass. Oh, I mean, yeah, the I mean, whole, my you know, know, he, family he, members go to that midnight mass stuff and do all of that. Yeah, a lot of people in my family do that. I've never actually been one to partake. Like even when I was young, I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to midnight mass." So for like, me, though, I actually felt that that gave it more meaning to me, even though I wasn't really a practicing Christian, as opposed to now. Which is, it's, I don't know. It's oh, just, you don't, oh, because you're saying there's no spiritual side to what's going on with Christmas. It's just straight up a money grab. I mean, I, I ebb and flow, you know. The other thing is it's just so long, right? The season. It's epic. It's epic now. Whereas it should really, if you're going to do the extension, it should just be the 12 days of Christmas. So... Why is oh, so you saying we shouldn't, should, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't start the day after Thanksgiving? <laughs> Dude, it's starting after it's starting after Halloween now. Wait, wait, Halloween. What's the, what's, what's the tw- hold on? Why why is it twelve days? I never understood. Like what? And does the twelve days start on the thirteenth and on the twenty fifth, or is the twenty fifth in the middle of the twelve days? Like how does that work? Well, I think like historically, like if you were to go back to the Romans, it was a like a week long event. It had it was quite debaucherous, I believe. It was a period of time. I think it was called Saturnia or something like Saturnia, that. Saturnalia. And, I'm, I'm, like, and there was no laws. There was. It was very. Yeah. It was a so, so. It was. And it's it's more. It's more. The I'm reason sure why they pagan. Yeah, the reason something. why they picked Christmas. Yeah, the reason they picked Christmas to be December twenty fifth was because it was a Roman pagan holiday before that, and as like for good marketing for for Christianity, it was like let's let them keep their big holiday and we'll just tell them it's something different but like they, they kind of like it's almost like tagging along you know onto like a, a compilation album or something you put your track on there you know or, or or when they say like you know if if you if you get in the booth and you go doodly doodly do you get like writing credit on the track even if you didn't produce any 
or write any of the other. Uh, just gotta get Beyonce, it off. That's how Beyonce gets writing credit on like a, a whole ton of her music, uh, especially her early music when she didn't didn't really write any of it. And so the idea here is that you know they just kind of rode that wave, but uh, but I still don't understand like the, so the twelve days of Christmas. That's that's part. I'm of on Google. Of- I'm on Google right now. I mean, oh, it no, says according it's, to it's this, it's the twelve day period in Christian de- theology that spans between the birth of Christ and the coming of the Magi, the three wise men. Oh. So it starts on December twenty yes. fifth. Ends on January 6th, which is the epiphany, right? Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. But now, you know, we celebrate some dude who was created by Coca-Cola. Wait, not, not some dude. St. Nick? Remember, some dude. Well, no, some there's this. There St. <laughs> hey, Nick is hey, Jay, something. Jay, 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 what, what, what? Well, maybe it is some dude because some dude is out of shape, too, and takes pictures. So. Oh, Maybe it could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Could no, be. it's just now Sick. it's just the, it's like this huge compilation of all these different things. Sick like beef. the tree, the tree comes from Northern Europe, I believe. You know, the mistletoe is a whole nother thing that's Trey, been co-opted Trey. from a culture. Trey, it looks like he ate sick beef. Yeah, <laughs> lots Yo, and lots of it. <laughs> I would love to see the clay. I would love to see the claymation version of you two fight on Celebrity Deathmatch. That would, uh, that, that would that would imply that one of us is a celebrity. I, yo, by the way, I did go to Home Depot the other day. I did. Go, they, they had the Black Santa. Shouts to Black Santas. Shouts to Black Jesus in, in people houses too. Don't yes, be sir. fire. Um, and close to you know, reality. Do you, you know I mean, what I don't? Get, you know what? You know what I don't get about Black Jesus? He look, he looks exactly like White Jesus, only he's black. Like, yeah, his hair's like not peasy enough yeah, for me, man. It's, yeah, it's like the same hair, same beard, same face. Just they just like it's like an emoji. They just change the color, and that's it. Wait, they got black Jesus that aren't uh, Rastas, that aren't dreads. That's yeah. my favorite version with, with <laughs> I, I like the dreads. It's yeah, hanging the off the cross with dreads. <laughs> yeah, the ro- the Rasta joint is, is killer, man. That's the one I might get for the crib. <laughs> Job a hey, and then and Job then bless. Something- some good happy you just say job bless. But wait, hold on. Did you guys believe in Santa at one point? Hell I yeah. I, okay. I think I did. Absolutely so I did. Was he black? No, no, no. No, we ain't get that far yet. Come on, Jay. We wasn't that complex yet. I mean, it's a little strange to have a white guy coming into your house in the middle of the night. Exactly. Jade, you know we get fed the propaganda of white Jesus, white Santa, white savior. The white man is your savior. That's that gets fed from morning. I don't know how Santa I don't know how Santa was coming to Compton, bro. That's what I always wondered. I don't know how he was gonna come to Compton. Or how how old, were you guys you, how old were you guys when you realized? Well, I mean, that? you got to figure, like, like, I lived seven. in a house that didn't have a chimney. So how was Santa right. getting into Yeah. That's, that's a New York, <laughs> New York living. That's a giveaway. New York living on Shot Well or Shot the Hell. I was the same thing. I was like, we have bars on our windows. Nah. <laughs> my, right. I, asked, I asked my parents that, and my mom was like, Santa has a key for, like, everybody's career. We got, like, a master king shit. Listen. And I believed I believed him for, like, a year you, or two. You little niggas I have too smart for your you own know. good. <laughs> hey, all, all that shit killing the fun for your mom? Listen, she would have beat y'all ass. <laughs> um, also, but I also believed in the tooth fairy for a while. Oh, and then yeah. I just oh, yeah. it was my mom just giving putting bread. Yeah, 
I just nah, did that I, the other actually, day. Actually, my mom stopped even doing it the under the pillow shit. She just straight up would just give me three dollars. Like, here, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got hey, three dollars. Hey, you were rich, on. boy. My yeah, grandma was dollar. My grandma was like, you just you need to stop eating this candy. You That's it. Paper, <laughs> you got paper money. You got paper money for for your teeth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't hey, get a paper. Hey, paper money is sick. No. Hey, Naima, but you was just getting a dime or something. Yeah, a quarter. Hey, man, listen, dog. Hey, you was getting that feed the children cash. Hey, that's, that's a, a pack of dollars. That's a, a pack of dollars. Hell yeah, quarterback. That's no wise. Don't even doing like that. That's more than a pack. It was like a dime. No, you could a dime. A dime. Oh, you got a dime. Oh wow, yeah. You're not doing much with a dime. You might get some pen, a penny candy bag or some shit like that. Couple of peanut shoes. Yeah. You remember the dime bag, Jay? I remember the dime nickel days. I remember the dime bag too. I guess I went to sleep late and they had left the uh, the price tags on the, the gifts. Uh-huh. So when I went out there, I saw them. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why are the price tags on My pop hit me with some fly shit like, oh uh, yeah, you know, saying that sometimes when you order, when you, you know, he can't make everything that you want sometimes. So sometimes he got to do like we do with Toys R Us. Listen, that nigga is Santa. You believe in everything. More, more <laughs> That's my pop. My, my pop lied, dog. <laughs> like, why we lied to me? But he ran a game on me from day one. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? I ain't even when I when I come into the pops game, I'm not even gonna lie to my kid. We you gotta let him. Oh, no. you, nah. you gotta let him believe. Where we kid, can't let him Jerv, believe. Jerv, my kids figured it out on their own, man. Like Word. real, real quick, they figured it out. <laughs> Just it was it wasn't like I didn't even. It's like. I couldn't even keep up with enough of the questions. I got to the third question, like, all right, you're right. You got me. <laughs> like, he doesn't exist, does he? I'm like, nah, not really. <laughs> he doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm cool with whenever they figure it out, they figure it out. Like, all right, no, fine. The, the is up. My oldest was three, and then oh, the, the, the younger ones, the twins, they like, they've, they've never believed, like, they've never, <laughs> it never, it's just because there was no atmosphere for them to believe it. Oh yeah, true. It's like it's already it's like the cat secret's already out. So it's just like it's just it's like knowing that Darth Vader is actually Luke Skywalker's dad, man. Like it's just kind of it's out there now. It's not it's not a spoiler alert anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it just kind of fades know. away, you know. I mean, it makes that gift giving a lot easier when they don't believe. Naima, can you guys Jenga. hear me now? Yes. Yep. Okay. What's the, wait wait hold on let me just did you have a new setup Naima? Yeah, sorry. What wait. what is, what is it? No, I just um I was on my earbuds and instead I had yes, to get on to the earbuds. Yeah. Yes, those are problematic now with Skype apparently. Um, yeah, Skype is hating. Do you do you have the traditional headphones the the other ones? That's what well I was right now I have on like regular studio headphones and a mic is it not working? Uh, let me. You is it one of the 
Oh, Jesus. Can you tap on the mic, please? I'm tapping. I don't think it's on. So go, go to your audio video. You still settings. can't hear me? I can hear you, but it's coming through the computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like your onboard <laughs> mic. Oh, um, let me see what the settings say. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. No, we're good. No, no, this is Jade's fault. <laughs> My fault, yes. There Oops. we go. Hey, there it is. Oh, oh, whoa. There we go. <laughs> that made a difference? Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Yep. Hi. Hi. Welcome, guys. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> you are welcome. Oh, man. that's it's, I'm surprised. Just no one another sponsored... success story, guys. No one, no one has sponsored that part of the, the, the pod yet, huh? This is why, this the, is why it's the producer. Yes. Yeah, nobody has. The, if you're out there, please. The, the, the Jade sound check. <laughs> uh, so Naima, really quick before we start asking you all types of music questions yeah. with the Grammy nominations out and all, uh, uh, first of all, what is the best Christmas gift you've ever received as an adult? So post eighteen years old. Oh, I was thinking about this because I knew you guys were going to ask me, and I think it is when I was maybe twenty twenty one. My mom gave me um, a Louis Vuitton wallet that had belonged to my aunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, you was late. And I was just starting to build, you know, my little my little purse collection. This was before high schoolers were carrying Louis Vuitton and all that shit. So it was still like a thing to aspire to. I mean, it was my aunt. She didn't go out and buy it. And when I opened it, I was actually shocked because my mother doesn't like I was I thought she bought it at first and I was amazed because she doesn't really go in for logo because it was the 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 classic um Louis logo. She doesn't really go for, yeah, she doesn't really go in for the logo stuff. And then she told me it was my aunt's and she had found it while they were cleaning stuff out. And it was even though it was like 20 years old, it was it had never been used. Um, so that I think was the best present because I had just bought my little first little Louis bag. And I wasn't yet balling enough to have like the wallet to go with it and the keychain to go with it. So she hooked me up and the in shoes. any different way and the shoes and like the whole whatever. So that was an excellent gift for a twenty year a twenty one year old um, label obsessed in the industry game trying to keep up with these motherfuckers out here. Naima, that was a great gift. <laughs> Shouts to the Joneses. <laughs> uh, Naima. How old were you when you figured out the Santa was not real? Um, I don't know. Definitely pre-kindergarten. Um, but yeah. we but we made it a pretty big deal. But like Santa was a pretty big deal for me. I, I but I always knew that like maybe Santa brought a couple of things, but my family did the other stuff. Like my thought was that Santa brought the big stuff and my family did everything else. Um so Yes. Yeah, so like there was a hotline you used to be able to call in New York and talk to Santa on Christmas Eve. And I used to do that every Christmas Eve. And there were a couple of years that even when Santa came through at the Macy's parade, I like tried to shout out what I wanted to Santa. But one year, because <laughs> you know, he's always at the end of the parade. Well, oh my one, Lord. one year I really wanted a Barbie swimming pool, like for real, for real. It was it was pink and it had like the curved slide that went around and all this other stuff. <laughs> and I asked Santa for it and I prayed for it at watch night at church. Shouts to, to praying. <laughs> and I didn't get it. And I think that might have been the year where I was like, fuck Santa. That might have yeah. been the year. 
Like, like, Jesus, uh, man, Jesus fuck and Santa's to let you down, man. Fuck Santa's, <laughs> fuck Santa's kind of. That's kind of. That's kind of real. And no, why that, that here? I, I remember asking for something elaborate just to prove that Santa didn't exist. Like something not expensive, but it was like not something that you could get. Just off the, you know, like you pop down to the store and get. And so right. I was like, all right, this, this thing ain't real, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like the concept of it. I like, I don't, I will say, I don't understand people who are determined to kill their kids' belief in Santa as early as possible, as though it's going to damage your kids for life. Like you're supposed to be able to indulge in, in in fantasy and imagination as a kid and believe in a little bit of wonder and magic. I don't really see the problem. Also, it's good to condition your kids to being lied to, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's good. Like, you're going right. to get lied to goes. again. We know where that goes. <laughs> we know where that ends up, guys. Sorry, I don't know why I'm talking like I'm from Jersey. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought this was going, I thought this was going to the moon somehow. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> you done? <laughs> oh, wait. Is somebody a moon landing Conspiracy theory. Oh, not doing it. Oh, 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 you know, Christmas is a special time in Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. It's a time for giving. And look what Mr. Landlord gave me. It's an eviction notice. <laughs> well, that's why Mr. Robinson has to wear this Santa Claus suit to sneak in and out of his building. The big things that was on, I guess, Twitter and all social media over the last week was this whole King of R&B debate. Oh, my God. And one of the funniest things to me was that everyone who chimed in arguing with dude that he wasn't King of R&B, that they were, were people I would not consider anyone. It was all, all the <laughs> dusty people were coming it's out the woodwork. dusty people. <laughs> to claim the King of R&B crown. So, right. for, oh, you know, I should say, first of all, congratulations, because Music Sermon now has a home uh, with Vibe magazine, correct? Yes, thank you. Yes, this is our third week with Vibe. It's, oh. a, week, it's a weekly column nice. at Vibe, which I think is just a perfect home for the kind of stuff that we're talking about at Music Sermon. Like, I'm really excited about it. And shout out to um, Daytuan and the William Ketchum for, like, getting it. Did they, and they discovered that, obviously, just from seeing the success on Twitter. Yeah, and through that, they um they tapped me after Aretha died to do a piece for them about Aretha um for a special issue they were doing on her, and they were really happy with it. And then I ran into Daquan at a dinner, and he was telling me how much he liked my stuff, and I pitched them something else, and that pitch turned into a, hey, why don't we make this a weekly thing? And I was like, absolutely. So, yeah, I love it. That's tremendous. All right, so break yeah. down the King of R&B for us. So the King of R&B... The, my first issue with the conversation, I'm actually like, I I don't even half know who Jacquees is. Y'all know I'm very get off my lawn about the army. Yo, yes. But, but I appreciate him starting this conversation because it 
it is showing that people actually care about R&B still. Um, and I've said before, even on this podcast, R&B is on the comeback, meaning real, like meaning what we might, what some of us might consider quote unquote real R&B, like with lyricism and melody and a certain kind of production value and not R&B that sounds like hip hop. Um, so it is on the comeback. We got her, we had SZA, we had Daniel Caesar, we have JP Moore. Like we have people who are doing it and it, and it, and people are paying attention to it and it's starting to be paid attention to in mainstream again. That's the important part. R&B has always still been out there. It's just been in urban adult space. Um, so I'm thankful that this conversation happened because it actually was a really good and interesting conversation to watch. And I think it showed, first of all, the disparity in what people consider R&B at different age groups. Um, because people were really out here fighting for like the weekend. I saw a couple of arguments for Drake. Drake is not an R&B artist. He's, no, he's, he's not at all. And like at all, right? But, but if you put him in the current class of artists, I understand why you would argue that, if that makes sense. Um, uh, Naima, I want to know how somebody could argue on behalf of anybody who isn't Beyonce. Beyonce isn't even an R&B artist. But Beyonce a, not R&B either, though. Because she yeah. she's like a world artist, dog. At this she, point. She's pop. Isn't, she, isn't that pop? She's, she's pop. She's rock. She's transcended all of that. Our, like, the last R&B album Beyonce did was four. And before that, she hadn't really been an R&B artist since B-Day. If you want to get technical, right? She's a And that's the other thing. Like, people are talking about black artists. And putting him in an R&B category, like Rihanna's never been R&B. Nope. Rihanna's no. just clearly just straight up has just shunned that from the start. Like, yeah, she's never. If been anything, R&B. she was doing dance hall. Right, <laughs> and then came. went to pop. Yeah, so Rihanna's never been R&B. Beyonce is no longer R&B. I mean, obviously her stuff will get played on R&B radio, but she's transcended just a, a genre specific. Artists. It's kind of like trying to say that Michael was still R&B at the end of the day. He wasn't anymore, right? So what I think the first thing is that there is no real, there's a very small class of quote-unquote real R&B artists now who have come out in the past seven years to ten years. And out of those who are really making what we might consider real R&B, none of them have been around long enough to put them in a king of R&B conversation. Um, the last Two people who you really could have argued held the throne, as much as I hate to fucking say it, it's R. Kelly and it's Usher. And Usher, right? And Usher. Uh, R. Kelly and Usher, right? Uh, R. Kelly and Usher, Usher be the yeah. prince? So Usher would be the prince. Well, Usher, the... well, not really, because see, here's the thing. R- Usher may be younger than R. Kelly, but they're contemporaries. Right. Usher, Usher yeah, only no, came I agree. out. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, they're contemporaries in terms of career. And in fact, Usher's the one who still has a relevant career. Kels, I mean, who's really bought, who can really even name, aside from Trapped in the Closet, anything that Kels did after um, Chocolate Factory? I kept tapping in, though. I can name one thing that he did, Naima, when he went to Africa and he asked the women if they had passports. Oh, exactly. Did they want to come back to America with with, with Rob? Uh, <laughs> that's, pretty ki- that's pretty killer. He was singing that to the women. Did so you get your lot. shots? <laughs> Do you have a passport? Do you want to come to America? <laughs> hey, Naima, my favorite part about this debate, though, was like people bringing up people that use auto-tune. And like, I have right. no problem. I have no problem with these artists that use auto-tune. But like, if you really can't, carry a note you can't like be t- in this conversation like t-pain is different because t-pain foot t-pain shit i call it the t-pain effect 
but T-Pain can actually sing. And the Except thing he is, doesn't, but yeah, he can. Yeah, but he, he, yeah, he's just rather nice being like kind of lazy about it's it, I guess. Thing, I guess. So, you know, and I'm still, I'm still checking for R&B every Thursday, like constantly. Right. That and alternative now. But it's gotten to a point where, you know, The weekend has created his own genre of, uh, they call it trap EDM. Yeah, and like this, or some, I saw some people also calling it like an emo, like an emo R&B type of situation, which I don't, I mean, listen, The Weeknd can, he he makes some R&B songs, but I don't consider him an R&B artist either, right? Like you said, it's like a trap EDM, it's like a hybrid of something. Um, But I think that Puff actually contributed the most significant statement on this whole thing when he finally jumped in and ran down like a whole list of, of requirements and I feel like it really made sense and I realized how young some people were where they were like who the fuck cares what what Puff know about R&B and I was like what? Wow. What? Excuse yeah, me? That's what? Wild. <laughs> yeah like that's wild. what? But Puff said have you ever heard of Jodeci? <laughs> have you ever heard of Mary J. Blige? Have you heard of Faith Evans? Have you maybe Charles heard of Total. One Shouts to Birdchest Bird 112. Shit Usher's first album was Puff like yeah yeah. But Puff ran it down. So Puff said first, which was he didn't name anybody, but he definitely threw shots when he said first you in order to be considered the king of R and B, first you have to make R and B. That's first. Right, um heard we talking about some king shit. Y'all know I usually mind my business, but R and B is the foundation of my life, you know. That word king is too loosely thrown around, you know. Um now, now I understand the concept that we are all kings. Now I, I understand that. Yeah, cats give away the king thing too early. You know, um, a couple of hits ain't gonna do it. Um, but he mentioned that like you have to have some vulnerability, some vulnerability, some um, adoration in your lyrics and your subject matter. You have to build women up, make them feel good. You know, making love through your music, making a whole generation of babies, adoring a woman. You know, not 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 you know putting it down. Or, I talk about how you just want to smash her. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be speaking about love. You have to affect women in a positive way. And your ass got to be able to sing. And we talking about really sing. Can't just be about sliding panties to the side and you trying to smash. Like, it has to be so about love. So does that disqualify Trey Songz? I don't he's think a, it... He, Trey Songz yodels. He, but he, he's made some huh. love songs too. Like Trey actually has picked up. The, no, he was tough though. He was tough early on. I just kind of tapped out. Now I heard definitely he, the early one. Like we can't be friends. No, when, when his stuff. early stuff was a lot more traditional R and B. Where he lost me was when he made a song called "I Bet the Neighbors Know My Name." Like that's killer. <laughs> no, no, no. That's hard. Don't, don't, don't. That's your Don't 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 flex on that. That's your that's your role, bro. There's no symbolism. It's just banging you over the head. Pause. Yeah. Listen. Theme. Like it's not creative. Kind of like, kinda like that. What's that song? Making faces. That that's uh, in that his song. Some sex faces or some shit yeah, like that. So, he listen, so he. Not even, they said Trey songs makes laugh out songs. loud, laugh out loud smiley face music. Emoji music. When you send in your girl lusty lusty emojis. That's real. Emoji R and B is real. Just like Drake makes meme music. That that fits. That totally fits. Um, so Puff said that, then he said that you have to actually be able to, um, sing. So we're back to that point. Uh, <laughs> you actually have to be able to sing and, and preferably be able to sing the draws off a woman. 
uh, which not everybody who can sing can sing the draws off a woman. Um, then you have to be able, then you have to have a whole bunch of hits. He said a whole bunch of bunch of hits. So like one, number one, don't put you in the category. And I think that's something else that we've gotten away from in music conversations, period. Person have one hit and motherfuckers be like, but they number one on the billboard though. They da, 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 da. And it's like, nah, what happened to a career? What happened to some consistency? What happened to, you know, some longevity? What happened to like a track record? All those things seem to have gone away in current conversations. So I think Puff broke it down in a very succinct way. And, and everything he said also led me to say there is no current king of R&B. There is no current title holder or serious contender for that title. I'm not checking. I'm not checking for no R&B. Like really the, the true R&B, like some of my favorite artists, I don't want to hear them in 2018. Like I'll just nah, go back. I, I want to hear, I, I definitely want to hear that super group, that Tyreek and, and Ty, I said Tyreek. Tyreek. Uh, yeah, what? and Tank. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. I don't want to hear them cats. I don't want to hear them cats. No. <laughs> well, the thing is that the R&B has to come back in the real way before we can have this conversation again. Because honestly, it'd be an even more challenging conversation to have about women because the amount of female artists in R&B on the charts has declined, like, rapidly in the past 15 or 20 right. years. It's, we, got it's the, we got the Neo Soul still cracking, though. They, they do. I it's just made a... Back. It's coming I just back. made a I just made a uh, um, almond milk uh, playlist almond almond milk that, playlist. That sounds I mean, accurate. Jill Scott tried to single handedly bring it back, well, double handedly. Oh, Shout out to Jilly from Philly. But these people haven't gone away. Y'all just aren't listening to them. Your your parents are. They're no. still they're still touring. They're still making like Johnny Gill just had an album out like a year ago, two years ago. Like they're all still making music. They're just they're just over on the adult charts. That's the difference. Johnny yeah. Gill. Fantasia. Uh, I, I don't want to hear no Johnny Gill. Is my man? Is my man Ruben Stutter still out here? Ruben and Clay uh, Aiken are about to do a. a is he still a, sorry? Oh, is he still sorry? Was that for two thousand four? Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was like, Damn, put, suck next year. They didn't put a lot of thought into that song. They gave it a shelf life. God damn. His big ass, his big ass is standing in the rain. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I want my, I want my listen, I want my R and B to have choreography so yeah. I can get my girl back. If I if I ain't got three of the homies dancing in the back with me, I ain't gonna get her back for one. Choreography. You know what I'm saying? I want I I, I want my R and B to be so good my girl can't go to the concert. Like nah. Oh, what do we? What do we? What do we call our white friends Adele and Sam Smith? Are they R and B uh, artists? They're Blue Eyed Soul. Blue Eyed Soul. Blue Eyed Soul. And there also is a difference between R and B and soul, but that's a whole different conversation. Blue Eyed Soul is a killer used to name. actually try to make R and B music though. Robin he used to actually try. No, he really did until Blurred Lines was his first crossover. Speaking of Robin Thicke, man, Offset just tried to pull a Robin Thicke, man. Oh, man. Offset got to This is getting really... This is getting ridiculous. I don't know what part of the story is more ridiculous. The public campaigning, like, all of it. Like, even her, when she announced the breakup, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Cardi B broke up with Offset. Cardi B broke up with him in an Instagram <laughs> video. And then he's now he's... He's tweeting back, I miss my wife, and and then, like, baby come back type of Instagram videos. And I'm just like, what happened to, like, appealing to people directly? Why, why are you doing this in the court of public opinion? 
I well, guess she because they're home well, related. CK, CK reached him, and then this, th- that was the first time he's seen her in weeks. So that was another thing. But the killer is part was my man handed her the flowers and was like, I'm sorry, bro. That shit was right, so killing no. It was like me eating the last of somebody's food. It was amazing. <laughs> I love the cool. I love the coonery. I'm so, here for it. Well, y'all, y'all, it. It was bad, guys. Like the fact that, first of all, I, I get Cardi making the announcement publicly because everybody stays in her and Offset's relationship. But part of the pro- part of the reason that's the case is because Offset has been publicly cheating on her. Like if uh. we. If you think about all the instances that we know about, like some new shit with Offset popped up every few months. If you think about all the ones we know about, how many must we not have known about, right? But that opened the door for people to always be commenting on Cardi because she said in that video, she was like, y'all are getting on my nerves, so let me tell y'all. Like she was tired of people talking about her relationship, right? So she said that then when she said that they were getting divorced, but she also made it clear she was trying to keep it amicable. Then your man goes on his fucking public apology tour, which if he embarrassed her publicly, I guess there should be some kind of public apology. But like you don't do it. You don't do it. You don't do it at Rolling Loud, though. You don't do it at Rolling Loud. You don't do it. This this is her. She was the first woman to headline. This is a five year old. This is a five year old festival. She's the first woman to headline. She is the headliner. First woman or not. She's the headliner. You interrupt a headline set. Motherfuckers pay money to come see her perform. You in, you can t- take her out of her headspace. You're, in, you're, you're interrupting a headline set for your benefit. That's not about her, my nigga. That's about you. Because you clearly didn't think about how she was going to feel about it. You just thought about how can I do some big old grand gesture shit that's going to make everybody be like, oh, damn, he really cares. Like, that was all about him. And that's my problem with it. Like, all of this is about making Offset feel better. None of this is about what Cardi wants right now to make her feel better. Can, can, can you allow me to get a paternalistic real quick and suge- sure. just a quick suggestion? Stop dating rappers. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like why? What, like, what about a rapper? No, but she no. is a rapper. No, not so only, that's not not really qualified. Don't do that, though. Not, Will Smith's a good guy. Not only that. Not only, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Will Smith's not a rapper. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but no, the, the other thing is, I mean, uh, and this is going to sound messed up, man, but, like, if you think about, like, the the world of of candidates for Cardi B to date, it ain't going to extend that much farther outside of the, uh, the rapper, man. I mean, this shit, this shit is turning... This, her career. this shit is turning into game, game of Thrones, dog. At this point, it's gonna be so much incest in rap because everybody is just yeah. having kids with that person and having kids with that person, bro. It looks crazy when you look at it, like yeah, down the line. Cardi B probably couldn't date an accountant. I think she, yeah, it'd be tough for her. So, you know what though? I think Cardi B. I think Cardi B's next move, if she and Offset don't work it out, is gonna. It's still gonna be an entertainer, but I think she might go towards like an actor or maybe an executive. Or maybe something like that. But let but let's be real. Like Cardi B, she's still a young chick from the Bronx. She's like you super gotta young. have a start, you gotta have a certain kind of energy. At least, listen, at least she ain't out here like Nikki dating oh, fucking boy. convicted felons. Cause oh, she still boy. need a street dude. Nikki's oh. so ass. Oh man. Nikki, at least she's not so doing wait. that. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, who's Nikki Dick? Because I'm I, I don't pay she's she, she a registered she sex offender, dude. Jade. He's a convicted uh, I'm, felon. I'm jerk. He's, he's, He's been convicted for rape and for, <laughs> My bad, for rape and for murder. He did bids for rape and murder. 
So he's not just a registered sex offender. Let's not forget that her brother was also a sex offender. Yeah, Damn, Waz, you... <laughs> Waz is over this shit. Laughing. I'm tired of that woman, man. I, I really am. I'm, I'm, my patience is going thin, man. Trey, I see on the rundown you got uh, CNN becoming a gossip source. So, yes, dude, it's disgusting. First of all, why is CNN talking about offsetting Cardi B, first of all? That's, like, that's very first of all, yes. They, they got to the point now where it's in, they're in competition with TMZ to either report who just died or there's a lazy, a lazy, a lazy news day where they're going to tap in into the hip hop community now. And it's like now you got my mom sending me texts about Cardi being <laughs> offset, and I'm wondering why. And well, I see that CNN is talking about it. Like, why is this national news? Why well, do we? Thing. Why are and we that, so tapped in on this on this uh on this Cardi, subject? Well, be clear. Cardi and Offset are no longer they they no longer just belong to hip hop anymore. Cardi doesn't just belong to hip hop anymore. Like when you got an album of the year nomination, your first year out the gate, and a record of the year nomination, and mm-hmm. you've done like all these pop crossovers, she doesn't and just Ellen and all of that. Yeah, stuff. It's, this is a massive pop culture story. This is not that different from them reporting about like a fucking Brad and Jen or some shit like that, or like but a, Naima, a but Naima, This is my thing. Regardless, I don't want to hear that it, shit on CNN. I don't want to hear that shit on CNN. You know what I think? I doubt that they're talking about it on air, but I think that news outlets struggle with what content to keep to post on social media because you you want to get the numbers. Yeah, you got to get the got to get the numbers, and it doesn't have as high a bar for you know newsworthiness as whatever you're going to report on on air. But that being said, CNN has been on some clout chasing shit. Since the election cycle, like I hold CNN partially responsible for Donald Trump getting elected because they were giving him all the airtime and they were basically like treating it as entertainment instead of treating yep. it as serious news. So, yes, they, Bro, definitely they were broadcasting were empty podiums like before yeah. he even got up to speak. They would just have the camera on the freaking podium. Yeah, And then he'd say, so some, he'd say some outlandish shit and then they'd be kind of like, ha ha ha, Donald's crazy. OK, keep it instead of really cracking down. Like, can you believe he just said that outrageous whatever? So, yes, yeah, CNN is clout chasing. They're trying to stay relevant. You know, the head of CNN used to be the head of NBC. So he's on some entertainment shit. He's not necessarily on some new shit. All right. So, so uh, you guys mentioned Cardi. She doesn't belong to us. What do y'all think about Cardi and 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 this whole thing with Offset? I gave my opinion, but I'm I'm in a room, a virtual room full of men. So this is what's going on. I've been I've been tagged with this all day, and of course, people are like, "Yo, you gotta talk about it." And I'm like, "Yo, we're not." these gossip sites but i guess we kind of have to what is, like i don't know what to uh, like, what so, so here so here's, here's my piece on it I mean, <laughs> so you know you got these other rappers you know ti game other guys tapping in giving their advice like cardi b should take them back but they're not looking at it from her perspective also well, like yeah they are because they've been in the same place that offset has been in and they've had know, to ask for their women to take them back no and i get that Dang. but they're just but but they're also not looking at it in the perspective of like, you know what I mean? She's still trying to consume all this all at right. once. You know what I'm saying? Right. She she also standing up for him and saying, don't bash my baby father. Like, he might have did what he did, but like, that's not going to separate. You know what I mean? He does take care of his kids. Like, and that's the thing that I've been kind of having a problem with, whether, you know, I love to promote jokes greater than the facts, but I have a problem with media in general, including myself, um, making jokes about African-Americans and then that shit goes too far. 
and now we're a mockery. You know what I'm saying? We're on the other end. And I ain't really feeling that shit at all. So, like, I get where she's saying on that perspective of, like, the fans are really stands now. Like, and like you said, Cardi B's a big thing. So if he's on the other end of, oh, he cheated, people are just threatening. And what's this dude's name? Uh, Pete Davidson or some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. Ariana Sack. Yeah. So this dude had mentioned that, you know, maybe he he's, you know, maybe a cryptic suicidal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people are kind of, you know, like we're in a different stage now. I think yeah. Tyler Creator made the best situation of just logging off, but that's not easy for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, in the Pete Davidson thing, I don't I'm not minimizing anybody, anybody's call for help or anybody saying that they're suicidal at all. Pete Davidson, however, has also been very manipulative where his breakup with Ariana is concerned. Um, and and that's that's the conversation. I understand why people are like, we need to stay, it's card it's about cardio offset. Why do we care that much about them? But I think what you have to understand is that a lot of people are using them as a vehicle to have this conversation about how men will do some bullshit. And when a woman is but a woman is expected, like it's it's supposed to be a a quality of a good woman that she will wait through the bullshit and she'll stay through the bullshit and she'll endure through the bullshit until you get your shit together. Like that's supposed to make her a good girl. Right. And so now, even though offset has publicly showed his ass continuously, very many times considering the small amount of time they've been together, Cardi amicably, amicably was like, I'm out. And he's not letting her have space. He's like, actually, no nigga, I'm going to show up at your job. Naima, you know, you know, you know, if a woman showed up at my job, I'm gonna call her crazy. Exactly. Off the rip. Off the rip. No question. He did it, but he did it, and it's like, oh, look how much we're supposed to be like, oh, look how much he loves her. Look at the effort. You know know what that is? That that is decades of awful rom coms. Yes. 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 That's all. That's what I love. I mean, I mean, bad advice is bad advice. But I look at this. I look at this situation now as you know, shit. I mean, anybody in this situation, like, stop putting. I mean, they can't really control it, I guess, to say stop putting your shit on social media and shit like that. Because obviously there's a, it comes with the territory of being famous. Right. But that shit is trash, man. So, like, look, they, I, I, got, the, I got a couple of thoughts, Trey. One, I, I was I felt a way about Offset's little public apology because a few months ago, the, the, the boy Shiggy had to do one. <laughs> It's like, wow, like, and like, first of all, like, face himself to the level of a shiggy, yeah, issuing public apologies. Well, uh, well, well, Waz, you got to look at it like this that's the new, that's the new, like, I really love you, or like like getting embarrassed by your girl, like, hey, yo, tell these, tell these hoes, I'm never talking, I'm never talking to you again. I love my girl. Niggas be posting those type of videos. I'd be like, nah, couldn't be me, bro. Like, if I'm caught out here, I'm caught out here. But have none of y'all ever made, like, some really sweeping grand gesture to try to get your girl back after you fucked up? Nope. I was in, I was in high school, and I, <laughs> like, I cheated on my, my, I cheated on my ex-girlfriend, and I got some flowers, and she still didn't take me back. Man, so, I, so uh, you guys remember, it's like three, four years ago now. I'm sure you Google my name, and the story still comes up. Okay. Uh, I was on, yeah, because I was on Levitard show, and we were talking about what's the most... What? How did you know? When did you realize? Like, oh shit, I've, I've I've entered a different level of fame, right? And so uh, Dan was talking about it's when they they did they went to the ESPYS and the dinner table they sat him at had Michael Irvin on it, 
like that's what it's like oh like wow they're they're really they're considering us like a big time a big enough time thing and and so um i said mine was when mia khalifa followed me on twitter <laughs> so, <laughs> so so dan so I, so dan goes on to say like yeah but it, it it sucked because dan's really awkward sometimes socially awkward with people that particularly doesn't know him that well and then he said stu gots invited michael Irvin out to dinner he said hey next time you're in miami we'll go, go out to dinner Dan got upset because he knows you got to just be saying shit like that. <laughs> he has no intention of ever like following through. So what ended up happening was Michael Irvin came out to Miami and they went out to dinner. And of course, the guys didn't show up. And so uh, Dan just had this awkward ass dinner with Michael Irvin him and Michael Irvin by themselves. So I said, oh, do we have a show budget to take people out? Because well, maybe we can get like a show dinner with us and, and Mia Khalifa. Oh and my so, God. so then she she's listening to the show live. She tweets me. <laughs> oh wow! She, Thanks for the invite, but uh, I like uh, I don't think my boyfriend would appreciate it or something like that. And I, and I just laughed it off, said "ha ha, no big deal." So then, what ends up happening is like half the internet goes crazy because they think that I slid in her DMs. Ah, uh, because she just tweeted out the blue. Oh yeah, that, that that's what she was exposing. Cat, she was like, yeah. she was she was screen capping everybody in them DMs, bro. Yeah, so 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 they thought everyone thought like I was trying to holler and I said in the DMs, and then she put me on blast with her. And I was like, that's not what happened. What happened? She's listening to the show, which again, I'm flattered, right? And <laughs> and she was just like, it was all part of the joke, right? Though all part of the bit. But then after a while, the next wave of thing came. All the people who were started destroying her. It's like, oh, who are you uh, to say no to this dude? He's a good dude. They all use some dicks for a living. And, oh, and I'm just like, yo. No. And I'm like, everybody needs to just calm down. Like, it's not it's not that oh, serious. So, so at the time, my wife sees this and she's like, you've embarrassed me. And blah, 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 blah. Listen, rule and number one is don't embarrass me. That's rule number one. I'm, so I'm just like, I, first of all, I didn't do anything. Second of all, like if if I do anything, if I say anything right now, it's just gonna make it worse. If your goal is for this story to not exist, like me talking about it is not going to help. And so obviously, you know, she's in her mind state, so she's like, no. And so she made me tweet out an apology. Like earlier, I made a, I did one of those things, and everyone thought ESPN was reprimanding me, including Dan Levitard. He hit me up like, yo, I'll talk to whoever. She's messed up that you're in trouble with someone. I'm like, no, no, no. It ain't the company. I said, I wish it was the company. <laughs> so, so it made it worse. Of course it made it worse, but it, that's what she wanted. So, you know, like you got to do wow. what you got to hey, do. Hey, at least you didn't send her you trying to get the pipe, dog. That shit would be killing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of reminded me of my situation with Cat Stacks, dog. That shit was pretty killing. You had a situation with Cat Stacks? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. How many listeners? We should put up a poll. Do you remember Cat Stacks? I don't know if yeah. any listeners are remember cats uh, that was a moment in in that was man do you think cat stacks was looking at the internet now like fuck i came like three years too early listen dog yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, blo- I'm blocked by i'm blocked by cat stacks now which is hilarious because like it's so funny you know what i mean rest in peace to mozzie dog but he threatened to kill me dog which was so crazy that was his girl at the time <laughs> and i pretended to be brandon and he's like and, and you know b is hyping me up like go ahead man go ahead do it man so i'm like following through with it i'm dming her and at the time we were staying in um we were staying in uh in uh over there by the grove and i tried to get her to pull up and like it was it was kind of fun because i just at that time Ustream was big 
So I was like trying to make it like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, was really, I was really trying to make it into a thing, like being How funny because I was a, I was like twenty two, something like that. Like okay. yeah, I was hella young. No, no, this shit was this was this like was like probably like eight nine years ago. 2009? Yeah, nine. Yeah, nine years almost ago. Ten, almost 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago. So, like, you know, at the time, having 2,000, 3,000 followers on Twitter in 2009 is, like, almost having 100,000. Yeah, that was celebrity status. That was yeah, celebrity so status. Yeah, so at that time, I'm I'm tweeting everybody from Wale to Bow Wow. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was kind of funny, but the fact that she was responding to me and, like, I would call her, and I'm, like, playing this whole role. And then it just kind of fell through, but it was hilarious. And then I remember telling somebody like that, and this girl was so disgusted, like, "Oh, like, <laughs> like, what are you on, bro?" But yeah, that was that was that was some funny times when I think about it now. It's like a Christmas, like two months a year. It's like a Christmas, like two months a year. Somebody's watching. You wanna show me that you care? Meet me in the bathroom at Macomb Mall and I'll be there. People stare but pay no attention to the man behind the curtain imitating Dick Burton. And I'm certain it's a mass psychosis sold to us by our parents and various holy rollers. It's fucking Christmas, like two months a year. It's fucking Christmas, like two months a year. I know we talked about Cardi not belonging to us anymore as far as hip hop. She's transcended. She's she's gone to the next plane of uh, fame. And uh, this is a good time to bring up the Grammy nomination. It came out about ten days ago. We, we forgot to mention it last week, but I'm glad we kept it this week for for Naima because uh, for one, Cardi's nominated for Record of the Year for I Like It. Um, so, but before we and get isn't in, she also record um, nominated for um, album, album of the, of the year. year? Yeah, privacy album of the year. Um, but I, I guess I, I, the question I want to ask you, Naima, is: are, Is it still fuck the Grammys for for us? Like, or or, or should we pay so, attention? <laughs> well, I'll say this: So the Grammys changed their voting process a couple of years ago to make it easier because they had what was happening was like a lot of younger members of Naris weren't bothering to vote. Because you had to actually like fill your shit out, mail it in. Like it was a very tedious process. So they changed their voting process. I think now there's an online component involved to make it easier for the younger voting members to get engaged so that the nominations would better reflect current music. And I think we've seen that between last year and this year. Um, this is this like last year we had 
Childish, Bruno, and Jay in the album of the year category. You know, we got um, her with, I think, five nominations this year. Cardi has big nominations this year. Childish is back in the big categories this year. So is Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick was in album of the year last year, too. Kendrick is back in the big categories this year. So I think it reflects the problem is urban music, be it hip hop, R&B, all these middle genres we talk about, whatever the fuck The weekend is, you know, all that other stuff. It's expanding. It's bigger, especially hip hop. It's bigger than the Grammy categories allow. Right. But it's also like, how much do you expand it before the awards kind of lose their luster? So at the end of the day, you're always going to be competing against you know, it's not just also pop and rock. There's also, you know, traditional pop. There's folk. There's jazz. There's country. There's a whole bunch of categories that really aren't that visible to to the layperson that every song is up against, you know, at the end of the day. So I don't think we're ever going to be completely happy with it because you're representing a lot of different song. I mean, a lot of different music genres and categories, et cetera. And at the end of the day, it's always really going to be about who's voting. So a lot of it is political. There, there is such thing as Grammy campaigning to remind people, Hey, my album came out, my song came out, it exists. It's eligible. Can you vote for me? So it is also political. So it depends on who goes the hardest, um, trying to make sure that people are aware of their shit and voting for it. And the Grammy election, um, conferences, like they sit in rooms all day and argue about like, the the choices so you need to have somebody in that room advocating for your shit but that being said i think it's improving i don't think we're ever going to be 100 percent happy with it but i think it's improving and i and i also think it's a it's a flawed system because there's no hard and fast criteria like you they don't say you need to vote on best best song based on sales or based on impact or based on this or based on that it's based on each individual voter's personal criteria so that alone is going to always leave it flawed. Uh, shout out to Bonnie Iver. Where, where the fuck are they now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bonnie Iver? Still, 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 still salty about that one to this day. Like, who? <laughs> oh, man. But the uh, nominations look good this year, I felt Yeah, like. I, was, I was looking at album of the year. Like, the, they're mostly urban acts, I guess you call it. I don't know what you I felt call they, I felt. I felt they got that right, to be honest. Right, so album of the year, these are the nominees. You've got, uh, let's see here. You've got Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. You've got By the Way, I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle. Don't know who that is. You've got Scorpion by Drake. you got Her. Brandy's Country. Her. You've got Beer Bongs and Bentleys, Post Malone. Danelle Monet, Dirty Computer. That was a surprise. Yeah, Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour. And the Black Panther uh, soundtrack. Which, Hard. Let's go, I, Mark. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, I, I, does that does that happen a lot? Soundtrack? No, sound, no, I don't think a soundtrack nah. has been nominated since the nineties. Nah, but a couple of those songs actually popped. You know, like yeah, a couple no, of I, songs. I know. It's a great. Did, it's a great soundtrack. Well the it's, it's a great soundtrack. It's got hits and everything. I'm just saying. I, I, like I just felt like this a little. Like I, I, I yeah, don't it hasn't. I don't think it's happened where a soundtrack ended up in album of the year since the nineties. And I actually was a little surprised because. Usually stuff that comes out at top of the year is at a disadvantage because right. people kind of forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, King's, King's Dead was like an amazing verse because he shitted on Bow Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Future. Nice. 
That's like the, that's like the greatest. That's the greatest. That's the greatest diss song, low key, in, on 2018 for me. Because my man, my man said, "You're not a gangbanger. You're a tourist. You're not from Atlanta, bro." And then he just he and he gave his baby he gave his baby mama a baby. Future was cutting oh, up. Oh man, that's that's sweet. he was cutting up, bro. But y'all ain't you, you sleep on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sleeping on him. Um, I, I, I happen to follow Miss Joy uh, Chavis. <laughs> okay, okay. That uh, laugh though. Look how he got I can say that shit all day. That shit hard. He could have took two more verses off on that boy. Yo, uh, is Jade back yet? Can we? Can, uh, we, can we get went. some voicemails? Can we get? Uh, <laughs> can we get his problematic lyrics? Oh so, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the problematic. All right, there lyrics. he is. Oh, he's here. He's here. All right, Wait, you, Jade. You were calm for me before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I asked a little bit, but but anyway, okay. Jade, what, what do you want to do here? You want you want to give us uh, a problematic lyrics? Yeah, and then, uh, the voicemails voice are more. Uh, they're not questions, unfortunately. All right. So, so Naima, Naima, are you have you experienced the Jade problematic lyrics segment before? I have not. I'm very excited. Oh, this is this is this has turned into wildly the most popular segment of this of this podcast. Jade, take it away. Let's Oddly. start with the. With wait, the wait, DMX. is Jerv here? Is Jerv here? Yo, what's yep. up, Jerv? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> uh, gotta have my guy. All right, so uh, let's see. What are we doing this week? Let's do one. DMX, DMX, DMX. It's yes. all good. Uh, yes. First one. Earl Simmons. Shouts to Earl Simmons. Shouts to Earl. Uh, okay, you ready? I love my yes. yes. Where's my bitches? Yo, chickens is good for plucking, so I'm sticking bitches fucking. Got them tricking while they sucking, give them dick and they be bugging. I've done it all from macking two hoes on a three-way, Dominican hoes on a freeway, county hoes in VA. And they all say the same thing about my game, it's tight. That's why every night, a different group of bitches start a fight over some dick that they don't even own. All I'm giving them is the bone, blowing up, phone, but ain't nobody home. I'm in a zone trying to do things. Turn this into a cool thing. What's up, girlfriend? You game? No wonder why when I leave at night, it's cause I thieve at night. I'm leaving bitches not breathing right. I fuck the head up with some slick shit. Hit him off some long dick shit. Make it some quick shit, but rip shit. Then I'm out, just like the trash on Thursday. No one should be giving up that ass on the first day. It's all good. It's all right. Fuck all day, fuck all night. Cause my bitches cause wherever I go. Y'all my bitches. East to West Coast, all my bitches. Hey! <laughs> it's poetry. Yo, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Uh, guys, just one last thing. That was sponsored by Jimmy Wong. Jimmy has been sponsoring this for a long time. Thank you so much. And that was dedicated to you. Uh, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at all. There are so many songs Beautiful. that we just kind of like, we just, we just let it slide. Yeah. First of all, Jade, you just need to make an audio album of right? like reading. I told him already. Like, I told like, him just like holy a best of. Holy shit. Oh my God. We, we yeah, made him. Do, we made him do Ice Cube. Uh, Ice Cube giving up the nappy dugout. We made him do. Uh, <laughs> he's done so many of these songs. Have, have y'all done Ain't No Fun? Can you do Corrupt? Oh, oh yes! Wow. 
Aiden the Bum Crew. This is uh, Am- Army Vet underscore Pain off Twitter. My question to the group is, we always have conversations about who's the best rapper this, who's the best rapper that. I wanted to know what are your top three artists from each region, the East Coast, the South, Midwest, and the West Coast. Let me know. I'll be listening. Ooh. Okay. That's not bad. It's a great question. Yeah. Uh, I, I can I'm assuming he means current. It's current, the current or, thing, or is this an everything? I, 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 think it's, sure. I think it's overall era, dude. Okay. Let's, let's just stick with era. Um, I'll go with Jay-Z for East Coast. I'll go for Scarface for the South. And then for the West Coast, I'll go Ice Cube. Hmm. Mm. That's, that's, you think that's a, Ice Cube the best West Coast rapper ever? Fam. You know how much he wrote? I'm, I'm just asking a question. I'm not, yeah, I, I, bro. Wasn't, I wasn't challenging yeah, bro. you. I was just... Okay. Hmm. Jerv, what Shoot. you got? I... Uh... It's not that. It's not that. I mean, Jay Jay's my best. You know, no disrespect to Big, but just off the longevity, I go with Hove. I'm not. I'm not mad at you, Trey. I, I was. I was. Tank, I was. I was mulling over the West, and I think I got to go with you. I think Cube is. I'm gonna give it to Cube. He yeah. don't get enough credit, man. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Cube. Uh, down, down south. Damn, my full Uncle Face too. Um. I don't give a fuck. Three stacks. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Uh, where's Waz? Like, where's I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Where's Waz? <laughs> like, I, I thought about it, but it's, it's stacks to me. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't care. It's stacks. And then he said, what, Midwest? No, those are the three regions. That, that was it. Uh, right. Yeah, East Coast, West Coast, Down South. Naima, music expert. Um, music sermon uh, column on the vibe. Tell us. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, and I feel like, People think this is such a this is such a, a New York answer, but I do have to go with Jay, and I'll explain why. Because Jay, you have to go with Jay just based off the strength of his catalog alone. He's just he's proven his talent over so many years. There's not another artist that's been as consistent for as long, even if there's one that's been better for a shorter amount of time. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, with the what the with the South, the South is hard for me because I'm from the South, and I almost want to divide the South into like many regions right um but i'm about i probably people gonna argue with me i understand saying face i'm gonna say big boy and big is while slept on he's a great he's great with wordplay he's great with wordplay um and i think that people just ignore him because dre seems deeper but <laughs> where's Waz when you do that? <laughs> i'm just saying this, for no, this, me, is Waz, this is Waz's whole thing is that the Waz basically did the the Jay Z just because he wears a koofy don't mean that he's bright. <laughs> yeah, like don't get me wrong, Dre is an excellent lyricist, lyricist too. But I think that people just go with Dre because Dre seems like he's on some other shit. Whereas if you really go pound for pound, Big can get it in. And same kind of thing with with Jay. Big continues to give us output. He continues to collaborate. He continues to get in the ring with other lyricists. Like he continues to to do what he does, whereas Dre stopped how long ago, aside from a few features, you know? Hello, this is Jade, the executive producer of The Bomb Podcast. Uh, Join us on patreon.com forward slash count the dings for the rest of the show. The Bomb Overflow, 20 more minutes. You never know where it's going to go. Some Tupac conversations. (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, support the show. Subscribe and get uh, the extra content. Thank you, and have a good day. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.